Why would a 31 years old husband, father, and church media director suddenly embark down the road of commentary podcasting? We will find out today. This is a weekly program which will air both on audio podcasting platforms like Spotify and Apple, and the podcast will also exist in video form on YouTube, my website, and possibly one more platform which we'll talk about later. Today, I'm going to share a little bit about myself and the mission behind this show. So, we've got much to get to. I'm Blake Watson, and this is We The Free. I'm certain that I'm going to say what I'm about to say many times in the duration of this program, however long it runs. But it's important to state from the very outset and make abundantly clear that if you are not a Christian or a seeker of the truth, this show isn't for you. There are plenty other cultural commentary, podcasts, and news programs, and blog sites you can visit, almost all of them, but this show is literally exclusive. It is not inclusive. I know that's kind of a controversial thing to say these days, but that will only make more and more sense as the show goes on. You may be here because the name of the show intrigued you. As I said in the introduction, this is We the Free, and I am Blake Watson. You'll learn more about me in the coming weeks, but the show title probably sounds familiar because it's derived from and inspired by The preamble of the U.S. Constitution. We the people of the United States. That's the opening line of what is arguably the second most powerful and liberating document ever drafted in human history. This Constitution is the foremost authority of our land. Not a president, not a senator, not a representative, and not a justice. Because if you recall, all of these positions swear to support and defend the Constitution of the United States against all enemies. And they do so with one hand in the air and another on the Bible, concluding these oaths with, so help me God, right? But I didn't call the show We the People. I called it We the Free. Because even though the Constitution was established to promote the general welfare and secure the blessings of liberty for those that would become Americans, the freedom and liberty that we have in Christ is incomparable. You see, the words and values enforced by this document were born of values from another document. In fact, the most influential document in all of history and existence. That is the Word of God, which tells us where the Spirit of the Lord is, there is freedom. Speaking of the adoption of the Constitution, George Washington said that it will demonstrate as visibly the finger of providence as any possible event in the course of human affairs, as if God himself guided their writings. Benjamin Franklin felt that the framing of the Constitution was influenced, guided, and governed by that beneficent ruler in whom all inferior spirits live and move and have their being. And he's quoting the Apostle Paul there at the end from Acts 17, 28. 
Franklin also felt that only a virtuous people are capable of freedom. John Adams is often quoted today in saying, Our Constitution was made only for a moral and religious people. Moral and religious. He said it is wholly inadequate to the government of any other. The ratification of our Constitution was all the way back in 1788. The next year, Congress proposed 12 amendments, 10 of which were adopted in 1791. You know these as the, the Bill of Rights. The very first and foremost amendment states that Congress, which is our legislative branch, shall make no law respecting an establishment of religion or prohibiting the free exercise thereof. This is what's generally referred to as freedom of religion, not freedom from religion. But in this same First Amendment, we have freedom of speech, freedom of the press, and freedom of assembly for the purpose of petitioning the government. Also ratified that year was the now infamous Second Amendment, the right of the people to keep and bear arms. Four years later, we got the 11th Amendment about judicial stuff. Nine years later, the 12th was added about elections. And then, 61 years later, in 1865, the 13th Amendment officially abolished slavery. Five years later, in 1870, so this is 153 years ago, the 15th Amendment made it illegal to discriminate against people of color in the voting booth. 153 years ago. The 19th Amendment similarly banished discrimination on account of sex, so that was for women. And then by as late as 1992, eight more more amendments would be added to the Constitution, bringing the cornerstone of our governance to its current form. Now, why do I bring all this up? Because the values of Christianity are inextricably linked to the foundation and the creation of this nation. The Bible and its principles, the Word of God, undergirded our Declaration of Independence, our Constitution, the Bill of Rights, the amendments, the abolition of slavery and discriminations of sex and ethnicity, and not only in America, but in in many other societies around the world, the influence. However, to underscore Jefferson and Adams, this legislation is only fit for virtuous, moral, and religious people. In other words, we the people are only we the free if we are virtuous, moral, and religious. So in this manner, as goes the church, so goes the nation. When you look about American society on your screens, in the papers, over the airways, and wherever you find yourself today, in in your classroom, in your workplace, at the grocery store, or in an airport. Is virtuosity what you see? How much morality? What prevalence is there for genuine Christianity? No. In all of these things, uh, they're surely in short supply. Even if you find yourself in the walls of a church, we have rampant crime, drug abuse, um, alcoholism, rising authoritarianism. We have a growing pandemic of pornography, sexual abuse, and slavery, human trafficking. 
And, and the list is just despairingly endless. Now, as you'll be able to tell, the more you get to know me, I was, I was a weird kid because I, I was into just about every, everything, every hobby. I played sports. I've been in church since birth. I was into drama and theater, singing and drumming. I wanted to be an architect. I was also into cameras and video. And, and my favorite pastime was and still is watching movies and film. But it was my involvement in theater production that, that led me to this, that led me to this point. As a young teenager, before smartphones, I, I hauled a, a camera everywhere I went. I went to college and learned all that I could about media. I ran a freelance business while studying media and television. Um, after graduating, I was hired as a full-time church media director, overseeing the production of a, a weekly television program, a nightly radio broadcast, live production, podcasting, social media, etc. Despite my generation, radio, television, and the newspaper have been an ever-present source of news and information in my life. I listen to the, the legends of talk radio on distant car rides home from school. The newspaper was a staple item on the coffee table or on the kitchen counter. Um, the days, every day, started and ended with uh, local and national television news. It, it was just everywhere, all the time, and we were truly witnessing the best of the best do it. Sports and other extracurriculars uh, consumed some of my adolescence, but most of my interest and time and community was housed within the domain of the church. I was dedicated to the church as an infant. I found stability in the church as a child. I devoted myself to the ministry of the church as a teenager. I was hired by the church for full-time ministry. But now, I seek to serve the church in a way that perhaps no one has, at least to my knowledge. Confidence in the news is at an all-time low. As viewership declines, the majority of Americans are either searching for alternative news sources or have given up on mainstream media altogether. Now, this is due, in part, to breathless sensationalism, fear-stoking, and the politically-driven, bias-stricken, relativistic propagation of opinions disguised as reporting. Regardless of our nation's founding principles and values, virtually all news media is devoid of Judeo-Christian representation as some kind of adherence to the, the misunderstood separation of church and state. In fact, in the business of media, a Christian must suppress their convictions as they leave their religion just leather-bound in the privacy of their home. News and cultural commentary are much the same. There's a minority of radio hosts and podcast personalities who don the Christian cap at home and at church on the weekends, but when they get behind the microphone, their religious reasoning isn't there. It's scarce. And worse, these talk show talents, they're great, but they're greatly outnumbered by their atheistic or agnostic compatriots. So, 
with my knowledge and experience of, of the media business, my lifelong involvement with the church, and my journey with the Lord. This is the dawn of something new. We the Free will serve as a weekly audio and video podcast of Christian cultural commentary. This show, as you'll see next Thursday, will feature offerings of pertinent news and information and their biblical responses. Every Thursday morning at 11 a.m., you can watch or listen to an hour of social, political, and religious commentary from yours truly. The real news, finally. The scarcity of Christian virtuosity and morality is a direct consequence of the church's failure to properly disciple and evangelize. We have failed to be the salt and light we were meant to be. I hope that I can begin to change some things, and I hope that you will join me. One thing you can do today to help me and this show tremendously is if you would subscribe. If you're on YouTube, click subscribe and hit the bell icon for notifications. If you're listening to the audio form, there's a subscribe button on the homepage for the show. If you're watching this on Facebook, you can head over to my profile and select to follow me. Another important thing you can do is invite somebody to watch with you next Thursday at 11 a.m. Thank you so much for your help. Well, that's going to do it for me. What will it be next time? We'll see. For now, go and be the salt and light you were meant to be. And we'll see you next time on We The Free.